Hello, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. I appreciate you. I hope you're having an amazing day and thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. So I got to sit down and have a conversation with Andrea Jones, and she is the social media strategist helping brands with bold personalities, bold opinions, and bold ideas make bold moves towards elevating their thought leadership and growing their business using the power of social media. Ready for a light on your feet approach to social media? No heavy lifting required. Reach out to Andrea at onlinedrea.com or onlinedrea on Instagram. So Andrea and I got to chatting and she has a very large agency, probably one of the largest that I've had any guest expert that has been on here. And we talk about how she got started in social media management, how she grew her agency, where she found the people. And then we dig really deep into her client showcase. Like she worked with some really impressive entrepreneurs like Rachel Rogers. And if you've been listening to anything, and I talk about this during the episode, but like I love her so much and I love her book and I always recommend it. And I will link it in the show notes for you so you can find it. If you have not read that book, highly recommend. Okay, I'll shut up about that. But we talk about like what she includes in her client showcase, why she includes it, if it helps her get clients. And this episode is just going to be full of so many good tips and nuggets for you. And I cannot wait for you to listen to it. Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. I'm here with Andrea, and I am so excited. I was telling her before we started recording that I was kind of fangirling because Rachel Rogers is her client, and I love Rachel Rogers. If you've heard me talk about her and her book, you're probably tired of it, but like everyone should go read it. Everyone should follow her. Anyway, hi, Andrea. How are you? Hi. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I love talking shop, so I'm really excited about this. We do, we do, we do. Okay, so let's go ahead and just dive in. We won't keep the people waiting. If you want to tell everyone like what your current business setup is like. Yeah, so about 80% of my business is our agency services. Last year, we did about 850000 in revenue. And most of that is services. A lot of our business on that side is referrals. And then I also have about 15% of the business in a membership called the Savvy Social School and some digital products. And then we have another 5% that's kind of random. We have some affiliate collaborations and things like that, like speaking gigs and things like that. Love it. Love it. Very cool. So I know you have a pretty robust team. There seems like there's a lot of people on it. It's one of the larger agencies of someone I've talked to. So can you talk a little bit about like how all of that works? Yeah. So I started looking for a team when I first got started my first year in freelancing. I did a ton of stuff before I landed on social. 
And then when I got into social media, I was like, oh, this is it. And it never stops. (laughs) Um, I need a break. (laughs) So after doing my first vacation with my husband, where I was like literally checking my emails on the beach in Putacana, I was like, oh, no, we need someone else here. So I hired my first team member from there. She's amazing and totally ruined me because I spent the next three years trying to hire more people and was like, I just got lucky the first time. (laughs) So now we have a structure that really works well for me. So I still get to be the strategist on the team. I'm very involved with all of our clients on the strategy side. We have account managers who handle a lot of the project management and the day-to-day management of social. So I'm not like posting to stories or even like outlining posts for the clients that account managers handle that. And then we have our creative team, which is graphic designers, video editor, caption writers, which really they handle the creative on the day-to-day basis. So I get to handle the big vision of our clients and kind of audit and make sure we're getting there and make changes. And then my team can handle the day-to-day stuff, which makes you know having a kid, going on vacation, all of those things a lot easier. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) So you kind of mentioned this, but like, how did you get started in social media management? Yeah. So I love the internet. I had a blog since 2004. So I've been online creating content in some way or another for a while. I started my YouTube channel in 2007. And that's where I met my husband. So we were... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. We collaborated on a YouTube video and then we just kept talking. Oh my God. I love that so much. Yeah. So like my personal life is also very social media influenced. But he lived in Toronto, Canada, and I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. So we did long distance for about six months. And then we were like, screw it. Let's just go for it. So I moved to Canada in 2014. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that move was really when I started my business. I worked in hospitality before. I worked for Marriott Hotel and I was on the social media team there, though I was the spa manager. So but I was I was involved in social and this was 2013, 2014. So it wasn't really like a big deal back then. And then I have a degree in English literature. <laughs> so I started off blogging and writing and doing product descriptions and things like that, but quickly moved into social because it's so repeatable. People just needed it all the time. I started out on Fiverr. So I'd write five Facebook posts for $5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just makes me laugh every time I think about it because it's, yeah, that was 10 years ago now. We all start somewhere, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Like I made my first $100,000 on Fiverr. So I'm not mad about that. Then I would use sites like, used to be called Odesk, but now it's Upwork to like pitch and get my clients. And I used Upwork very heavily up until like 2018, 2019. And now it's all referral based. So I spent the first five, six years of my business just doing the work like in the grind. And then once I started getting clients coming in who would then refer me to other people, I didn't need those tools anymore. So now it's all referral based. It's you know the people I know, the communities I'm in, that sort of thing. So we kind of touched on this already, but how did you grow your agency? I know you found like a unicorn hire for your first one, which I love that. I always hear the opposite. <laughs> but like, where where have you found your people? Yeah, so I found people all over. So the first person I hired, her name is Leanne. She worked with me for six years. Oh, wow. I found her through onlinejobs.ph, which is a job site for people who work in the Philippines. And I tried to find more people like her everywhere in the world. Like I'm, we're an international team over here. So 
could not find someone until I started advertising to my audience. And so I really find the best people now from the people who follow me. So like my assistant, Jemmy, who is amazing. She came on the team in 2019. She was like, yeah, I was in your Facebook group for years. And then I saw you post that you were hiring. <laughs> and then even more, most recently, like I had all contractors up until 2020. And now that I'm incorporated, I have employees here in Canada. I find them more traditionally. So through, you know, Indeed <laughs> or ZipRecruiter. So now that we have more structure in the company, we're attracting, you know, better talent instead of just the freelancers. Nothing wrong with freelancing, but the talent who wants like the stability of working in an agency. Okay. That's great to know. So are there any tough lessons that you've learned about hiring other people to work in your business? Yeah, you have to be a leader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally took three different programs on leadership because it does not come naturally to me. So even though in my previous life, I was the manager of a spa, honestly, being a manager of the spa is a really easy job. I did not know that at the time, <laughs> how easy it was because everyone loves working in a spa. People like customer comes in, they're usually happy. And if they're not, you give them free spa services. Everybody loves free spa services, right? (laughs) Your staff is usually, you know, they're already experts at what they do. There's not a lot of training involved because honestly, I was hiring independent contractors basically to deliver the services. So translating that into team in a virtual model was very hard for me. So the hardest lesson I had to learn was not only how to manage the team, but how to keep good team members, right? Like help them build their skills, how to manage team virtually, because I had I literally had people ghost me before. Like they just don't log in for the day. Yeah. They don't answer their phone. I mean, I don't know where you are, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like the hardest thing I've ever done. And I'm still learning things to this day. Like I said, you know, last year in business was our, one of our best years in business, $850,000 in revenue. This year, not so great. So that means I had to like let people go and reduce the team size is hard. Like all yeah. of that is very hard. So that's the lesson I'm constantly learning. And I feel like I'm just going to learn it forever. Yeah. I don't think there's ever a part of like having your own business where you're like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> no, there's always something to be learned. There's always something changing. Yeah, for sure. Want to dive even deeper into these topics and more like it? I'm talking finding high paying clients, creating packages that sell, advanced marketing strategies, content creation, metrics and insights, portfolios, launching your business, and even how to become a social media manager. I have a full program suite of eight self study courses for you so that you can build and grow a profitable social media management business, have consistent income work with dream clients, and scale without getting hit with burnout. Plus, I've done a lot of the hard work for you. You'll get templates, scripts, and so much more. Learn more about the Social Media Manager Incubator Program Suite by visiting my website. Details and links are in the show notes for you. So I want to switch gears a little bit. And I was nosy. I was looking at your website and I noticed you had a client showcase, which is basically like a portfolio, but you like you name your clients and you walk through just kind of the whole process of working with this client and what results they got. So how did you come up with this idea? Yeah. So one of my mentors actually told me that I need to do case studies. 
But every example of a case study I looked at was just so clinical. And it always focused on like the wowie, kabammy, like here's the what we got. And it was so general. It was like, you know, a case study for a dentist office in Virginia. And I'm like, I don't, who? Like, what is this? <laughs> so I want to show my work, right? I want to show what I can do in a way that makes sense for me and my clients and that attracts more of the same clients. Like I like working with coaches and thought leaders and experts and like these big personality brands. And so I want to show that in some way. And so I started the showcase piece as a way to just show off what we could do. I actually started doing it. I did it like a yearly showcase at first that showed off like here are the results we got for all of our clients in a year. Then the more specific I got, the more I realized people were really liking them. Potential clients were really liking them. And they would actually read the showcase and then quote it back to me on potential client calls. And I was like, oh, y'all are paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we were much better at it now that I'm not the one writing it. So now that I have the team support, they can kind of put it all together for me and put it on the website, which makes it so much easier to commit to releasing them, probably like a couple of them every year. Yeah, makes it much more manageable. So how do you go about like getting clients permission to share this stuff? Yeah. So in our intake form from the very beginning, we asked a question that says, can we share your results? So we started doing this two years ago. Um, It's like just a little checkbox. Some people mark yes. Most people mark yes. Some clients say no. And then we just go from there. We focus on the ones as well where they give us a testimonial. So it's a lot easier to do a client showcase. So like the Rachel Rogers one, our main point of contact on her team um, recorded a video about us working together. And so it's easy then to go, yes, we got these results and there's a testimonial that goes with it. So it makes it easier to do the showcase piece because they're kind of already telling people how good of a job we did. I love that. I mean, it just makes sense. So what kinds of things do you make sure your team include in these posts that you're doing? So we want to identify where the client started because that's super important. Some people are starting from zero. One of the pe- the showcase pieces, they already had 100,000 followers. So I'm not going to claim that I got them 100,000 followers, right? So we want to show where they started. And then we want to show how we impacted their business and their accounts. So for some clients, that's like, this is dynamic content that they never had before. For some clients, like Rachel Rogers, we got their highest performing reel to date, like, ever. Um, And Rachel's still like, I posted about it on Facebook and she left a comment on my Facebook post that was like, yep, still the highest one. (laughs) Love it. Yeah. Even though, so for that project, they hired us as interim agency. So they're having some hiring issues internally and they hired us for six months and then we trained their new team. And so even to this day, as they've moved on, it's been about six months now, they've moved on, have their new team they still speak very highly of our work together. And so we want to show all of that, not just, you know, a spreadsheet, boring, like these are the results we got, but like, here's an example of a post. Here's some screenshots of comments people left because this is quality content here. People are opening up and like sharing their stories on social media. That's way, way powerful, right? It's way more powerful than someone like giving a thumbs up emoji in a comment. So we try to screenshot that and show all of that in these showcase pieces. It really stood out to me that you're including all of those things. It really helps tell the story and like 
show your expertise and your authority and how much you care about what you're putting out for your client. So I really loved it. And you keep mentioning Roger. I keep mentioning Rachel and you keep mentioning Rachel. So I think it's perfect to kind of dig into her client showcase. So for those who haven't seen it yet, the goal was to kind of separate Rachel from her brand, the Hello7 brand. So she's kind of like creating her own personal brand. And I loved that it was about like offering programs and events as solutions to the audience's pain points. That was kind of what your goal was, was to promote those things. Can you talk us through like how that worked a little bit? Yeah. So when we first came on, a lot of their, what I would call promotional posts were super promotional. Like we have this event sign up now and it's like, okay, well, I mean, that doesn't work as well, especially now on social. Like maybe five years ago, it was cool. But now people kind of like scroll past it, just like you'd skip the YouTube ad after five mm-hmm. seconds, right? Like yeah. we all want to skip it. So we brought a storytelling element to their content. So an example is you know, a lot of their audience is either thinking about starting a business or they're business owners. So on a Labor Day post where we're leading to you know, a lead magnet about growing your scaling your business, we're talking about what it means as a business owner on Labor Day. And especially their audiences, women of color, specifically black women, what does it what does your labor mean to you? And so it's like a whole story there that we put in a carousel post that worked really well. It's one of the first posts we posted for them that worked really, really well for them because we didn't just say download this lead magnet. We said, let's meet you where you are. This is Labor Day. Here's what you're thinking, feeling. And then, yeah, comment, share your story. And if you need more, here's what we happen to have a lead magnet. And so that's kind of the approach we took with the company page. We want to lean into the stories that resonate with the audience instead of just promoting. And that separated out Rachel's page because she posts a lot of personal things. And so they're getting very kind of mixed together. And she's scaling her company to the point where, honestly, she probably could sell it one day, right? And so she needed those separate brands to differentiate between Rachel, the personal brand, and Hello7, the company. And so that's how we kind of went about thinking about that. I love that. And thank you for sharing so much detail. It's it's always so interesting and like makes my brain just so excited (laughs) to hear other people like digging into this stuff. I love storytelling. I love storytelling and content. I feel like that's the direction not that's just on trend for right now, but I think in 2024, it's going to be the forefront of what's working in marketing is very much storytelling and like personalized content. Yeah, a hundred percent. And especially with the rise of micro video content, I mean, it's going to be almost impossible not to use storytelling content because we have so much other things we can watch as consumers. So if you're not tapping into what people are paying attention to, you've already lost them. Yeah. Totally. Right there with you. Okay. So is there, I always like to wrap this up um, with, is there anything you wish someone had told you before you got started in all of this? Oh, you know, I don't know at this point because I've been doing this for 10 years. And if I knew what I know now, I probably would have gotten a job. (laughs) Like, (laughs) sometimes that's just easier, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know. I think... The biggest thing for me is just looking one step ahead. I'm usually a very big picture kind of thinker and I get lost in the like 10, 20 steps ahead. 
And that's where things can be very overwhelming. And I think that's why if I knew what I knew now, 10 years ago, I wouldn't do this because I'd know all the steps, right? So I think my my advice or recommendation for someone just getting started is like just think about the next step. When I started, I didn't have a website. I wasn't I didn't even have a social presence until like 3 or 4 years into the business. So I was running social media for clients without being on social media myself. I think that's okay. You know, it's okay to not have all the pieces of the puzzle together, just one step at a time and you'll get through it. Focus on what like actually makes you money first. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, at this point, like when I first started, I was just trying to pay the bills. Like I wasn't like, I'm going to grow. I'm going to have a team. Like I'm going to have a pot. I'm going to do all these things. Like, no, it was just, I need a client so I can pay for groceries or like, I need to pay for my car payment. Like that was it. And it's just kind of gone from there. So yeah, I totally, totally understand that. And I think that's great advice. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. This was so, so great. It was great to get to know you. And I'm sure everyone's going to really love peeking at your showcase. So expect some some extra clicks over there as people are kind of snooping. <laughs> we'll Take make sure away. to link it in the show notes. But where can everyone find you? So my website is onlinedrea.com and all of my socials are at onlinedrea. So that's online, D-R-E-A. Right now, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. I love a good voice note DM. So yeah, hit me up if you have any questions about the showcase as you're as you're being Snoopy. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll link it all in the show notes so everybody can just easily find you. Thanks so much for coming on here. This was so much fun. Oh, thanks for having me. Have a good one. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that I got to sit down and talk to Andrea. Like you can hear me stumble over my words because my brain is moving faster than my mouth can move. So hopefully it was good for you. Let me know. And definitely make sure to hop over to her Instagram, hop over to all of her links and all of the places they're linked in the show notes for you. So you can go over, say hi, let her know you listened to this episode. And if you have any friends who are social media managers or marketers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. And if you really are enjoying this podcast and would love to help support me, please make sure to leave a review so others can find this podcast too. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.